All right, welcome to the first of its kind, world-changing manufacturers network. Lisa Ryan has her ears to the ground and her heart in the game. Get ongoing education and new connections right here with Lisa and the manufacturers network. Buckle your seat, listen, and spread the word. Here's Lisa. Hey, it's Lisa Ryan, and welcome to the Manufacturers Network podcast. I'm excited to introduce our guest today, Roger Sustar. Roger is CEO of Freedon Corporation, which offers complete manufacturing solutions for precision machining needs. They've been in business since 1969 and always go one step beyond to provide their customers with the highest level of quality through planning, employee involvement, training technology, and a highly effective quality control system. Roger is a firm believer in giving back to the community, and he started a group called AWT, the Alliance for Working Together, to serve as a forum for manufacturers in Lake County to discuss common business issues. So welcome to the show, Roger. Wow, thank you, Lisa, very much. So Roger, share with us a little bit about your background and what ultimately led you to Freedon. Oh, my goodness. Okay, my background was I came back from the United States Army back in 1964, got married. And my uh, before I got married, my dad had me work for his little company for about two days or three days. And I quit my father's company, which was called Masco Machine. He had a very nice company in uh, Highland Heights, Ohio, because it was just too tough. He had three partners. And then I just... You know, my wife wanted me to go to school, so I tried to go into, tried to get into uh, Fenn College, which is pre-Cleveland State. I had failed. I passed the uh, essay test because I wrote the essay and my wife typed it. That was when typewriters were around, not before computers. That was a long time ago. And I got an A- minus or something like that. It was wonderful. She did a wonderful job. I used to have to pass at Fenn College you had to pass an English grammar exam. And your grammar is, you know, diagramming. Right. After the, after the fifth try, <laughs> I said, screw this. <laughs> and I couldn't take it. And then I uh, went to a Dyke College and worked uh, for uh, one of my father's friends and learned a whole bunch about things in manufacturing, especially in fabrication, because his company was called Non-Ferrous Metals Fabricating. And I learned a whole bunch. He bought a plastic company called Cleveland Plastic Fabricators. And at one point, he said to me, he said, uh, how about if I give you 49% of my business and you run it for me? And I said, wow, that's pretty good. But I really have to go home and talk to my wife. And he got kind of upset, called my father, said, oh, boy, what kind of wimp do you have for a son that he can't do things on his own? And I, I was a good husband back then because I, I had my wife involved with everything and ended up we started our own company a couple of years later. So it was really crazy, but that's what happened. Awesome. And so in, in all of these years of being in business, you have a, a real focus on introducing young people into manufacturing, even starting as little as young as fifth and sixth grade. So tell us a little bit about the Alliance for Working Together, maybe why you started it and some of the results that you're seeing as, as because you're doing it. Well, we started it, oh, I don't know, the early 2000s when business really became very, very difficult for a small company to survive, 
back then we were mostly concerned with helping each other with healthcare, with insurance costs, where to purchase steel, where to get aluminum, anything like that, a casting source, grinding source, because it was very difficult at that time. And then we finally kept meeting and hearing these things. And then it ended up the most important thing that everybody was concerned with was the future workforce. So then we decided to get into this thing and uh, we started this whole thing based on a uh, robot program that I saw in Arizona. We watched it inside of a, a cage and then uh, we decided that uh, we need a wow factor. So we would take those robots and build those and we, we kind of tee it off of, it's called NRL, National Robotics League. Ours is a little bit different. Ours is called the AWT Robobots. And then we went to the high schools and we got high schools involved. And the most difficult of part of anything is the high schools are excited about it because it's free for them. It's getting companies like us and others to participate and help the kids. For an example, I'll, I'll get into Beaumont High School's parochial girls Catholic school that I had a friend that I knew was going to church on Sundays. And I called him and begged him that he could have Christopher Tool, the great guy, Pat's the second generation and his third generation is running it now. And I asked him if he would help the girls at Beaumont. So what he did, he did. And he's been doing that for years and years and years. One of the great stories of our success is one of those young Beaumont girls used her robot experience with us. And we, we usually do it at Lakeland Community College in the gym. She obtained a full ride scholarship to MIT. And uh, was that four years ago, five years ago? It was 65,000 five years ago. That was unbelievable. She's graduated and gone on to great and better things. And a couple of the girls went to uh, Ohio State and have graduated. One or two of them are engineers now out of Steris Corporation. Those are the kind of things we're trying to do is to get kids involved with manufacturing. Our, our main focus is promote rewarding careers in manufacturing. We need not just the welder on the floor or the packing department or the shipping department or an accounting department, a quality department. It takes a myriad of people to make a part, to ship it, to keep the customer happy and get things going. So, and then we, you know, I'll go on a little bit further. We went down and we started a junior bot program for seventh and eighth graders because we wanted to get to them. And then we thought we'd have to go down even further. So we went down to fifth and sixth graders and we started a summer camp. It's called SMI, Summer Manufacturing Institute. But Senator Brown's the one that kind of promoted this. And we took it and we made it three separate weeks, two with boys and girls and one with just all girls. And it's been a fabulous experience. We now do it out at, we do it for Lake and Geauga County at Auburn Career Center. Last year, I think we started at Estabula and we do the same thing at ATEC. And we've now gotten funding so that we continue to do this at Estabula and continue to do it at Auburn Career Center. And it's these fifth and sixth graders are absolutely, they're just, it's the beginning of, their heads accumulating all this knowledge and trying to figure out what they want to do. Cause everybody always, we always ask, what do you want to be when you're 17 years old? Well, I'm uh, 60 plus years older than 70 years or 17 years right. old. I still don't know what I want to do. I'm still trying to figure out 
how to succeed in life and how to do things and all that kind of stuff. And anybody that knows what they want to do at 17, 18, 19, 21, 25, I, I applaud you because I had no idea what we were going to do. All I knew was we were going to, I kept telling my wife, we're going to succeed. We're going to succeed. And she go, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. But, it, and we did, but it's just, yeah. now we also even work with something called PSE partners in science excellence. We have the school system in Lake County does this partners in science excellence. They go down to kindergarten. Oh, wow. Promote STEM because STEM now, well, I think they call it steam now. Right. Cause they, they added the arts in there. Yep. Education and they added all that stuff in there, which is fine. And it's really good. And some have stream. The Catholic schools use a stream because they put religion in there now too. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Really, what it amounts to is just showing somebody what we do instead of just thinking that, you know, most youngsters want to be uh, what uh, policemen, firemen, doctors and right. nurses and stuff like that. So this gives them a little bit more perspective what's going on. And we're never afraid to bring people into our plant because we like to show them what we do so they can see what it is. And then some might not like it. And if we get I always look at it, if we could get one youngster out of 10 that's a success. Right. That's a real success. So let me ask you. So in this, it's one thing to get the kids involved and interested in fifth and sixth grade. But what about the parents that are so focused on sending their kids to college? So how are you changing in their mind that this is a great career path for their kids? That's that's a great question. What we do with the robots and also with the, the fifth and sixth graders, we, we invite the parents to come especially the robot program, because we want them to see the plants where the kids are going to be at so they can see what it's like. In addition to that, last year, <clears throat> we started an apprenticeship program uh, for our AWT members, and we, we begged, borrowed, and asked all our guys to please send kids to our program. Juliana Petty, our uh, executive director, great young lady. She grew up working out at Astribula, MFG, molded fiberglass. MFG made the first... Corvette body. Oh, wow. 1952, 53, the first one, the Morrison family. But anyways, we, you know, this apprenticeship program is something. We started our second class in February this year. It was August, the first class last year. So now all the kids that get out of the robot program, the junior bots program, the fifth and sixth graders, they have a little path that we try to give them so they can see what it is. And a lot of our people that are in, you know, training for our companies in our AWT and my friends in business, we do tuition reimbursement, a lot of us. The good part about our AWT apprenticeship program is we are recognized by the state of Ohio on tech cred. So the couple thousand dollars that you pay for your student, once he finishes that first year, you get your $2,000 back from the state. We will help you fill out the paperwork get everything performed. And if you look on the tech cred program, the thing that the Lieutenant Governor's issued, John Husted, okay. you'll see AWT right at the top of the list. We're one of the, 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 the places that they fund. And we're really excited about that because that's a great way we're going to continue to keep youngsters into our uh, business so we can build up our future. Because our future is in the kids. We have to replace a lot of the people that have learned on hands-on over the years with the new generation. 
So, and if somebody's listening to this from another state that they don't have the access to that type of programming, mm-hmm. or they're thinking about getting it started, you know, who would be the, the best people for them to connect with, or, or what would be a, a good way for them to start a program like that and, and really have contact with those fifth and sixth graders, seventh and eighth graders and working on up like you have? You're more than welcome. Welcome. They can contact us. There's no problem. But if they're in stamping, you know, the PMA knows about what we do. If you're in uh, machining, the National Pulling Machining Association knows what we're doing. If you're in a, you know, a screw machine manufacturing, the PMA, Precision Machining Association, they know all about us too. Ohio Manufacturers Association knows what we do. NAM, the National Associated Manufacturer, knows what we do. We also have now, you know, October is Manufacturing Month. Right. We work real, real hard with the local chambers of commerce in Lake County, the East, the West, and Mentor. And we, well, when COVID's not here, we do it at a separate high school, a different high school every year. We take a whole afternoon and we will have about 30, 40 manufacturing companies, Lincoln, Swedgelock, Steris, Parker, Eaton, you know, all the big guys, plus all those little fellows. And we'll try to show the kids what we do and how we do things and get them excited so they can see what's going on. Lincoln is a great helper and stuff like this because Lincoln will bring in their virtual welding machine and the kids will have an opportunity to, you know, I don't know if you've done that yourself. I've please. done it. It is the coolest cool. thing it ever. It is. <laughs> I wish they had one with chocolate so you could do like a chocolate. <laughs> it would really excite youngsters. And then last time we did this, we had one of the fellows that sells machinery for Reynolds equipment. We had a 3D printer that uh, made made things for the kids so they could make things themselves. And they get excited with that kind of stuff. The youngsters get excited with the computers and all that kind of stuff. And then the 3D printing. And um, even one of my friends uh, in our AWT, Rick Polak from Maker Gear, uh, Maker Gear makes a lot of little 3D printers. Uh, he waited till the patents ran out before he went into competition against that. And a lot of his printers are on all the local high schools because mm. it's they're reasonable. They're under a couple thousand dollars. And uh, a lot of people can. I try to get manufacturers to give back to your high school uh, that you went to school with because that's who you're more friends with than anybody else or where your where your children go to school. Help them and get them involved with stuff like this. For our summer camps this year, I went to all the local churches and I begged them to put, you know, just a little, little couple, a paragraph about our summer camp. And, and then uh, we begged the News Herald to do an article and they did it. And now we have all our campers filled up. So we're real excited about that kind of uh, the hardest part in everything is to take that first step and just keep trying and keep trying because whatever you anybody's thinking it's impossible. It is almost impossible, but one little step at a time. And you'll, you'll make it, you'll make uh, waves. We're very fortunate to have a young lady that's really excited about helping and doing things like that. I'd hate like heck to lose this young lady because she's really doing a wonderful job for us and very excited about things that we're doing. So we're, we're real pleased with that kind of stuff. And I think that that's really what, what plays such a role in it is bringing people in who are passionate about manufacturing, because the more passionate you are and all of the manufacturers that you're getting involved with your manufacturing day and your October activities, that's what gets the, that's what lights those kids up, especially 
having the parents then involved so they could see that, wow, this is a real job. This is a solid job that you can go to a, a trade school or do an apprenticeship and come out with very little, if any, debt being able to make a good living with great benefits right off the bat, this is the way to go. Instead, instead of having my, you know, 30 something year old kid living in the basement with his, you know, $100,000 worth of college loans. So, well, you know, and it's like companies like CRT that are involved with things we do and all these places. It's, it's, it's fabulous. Like this training facility that we're trying to build ourselves Lake Erie College is even working with us to do an MBA degree in business management for those who want to go on to this. And I'm going, wow, we haven't even started the, the, the apprenticeship thing going and they already want to put that in. So there's a lot of opportunities. And that's what's good to see for the parents, the moms and dads, to see what the kids do and how they can. And when, whenever they get involved with anything like that, Tell the parents it's it's most important that they they get to go to the uh, companies and see what they are. We're not your father's Oldsmobile. Right, Oldsmobile's right. Oldsmobile's out of business now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so is Pontiac, which used to be the fastest. But anyways, it's different today than what it used to be. We could, 52 years ago in 1969, there was no way we could be making parts like we are today. The equipment that we have today is so sophisticated we used to spend three, four, five thousand dollars on a piece of equipment. Now we're talking three, four, five, six hundred thousand for a piece of equipment. And then it costs thousands more in tooling to gear it up and get it going. So there's no way we're going to take a 17, 18, 19 year old kid and put them on a half a million dollar machine. You know that as well right. as I do. It's like, would you let somebody drive your Shelby GT Cobra? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, anyways. That's the progression, how we make it up and we continue to go. And it's, remember, take one step and another step and another step because it is difficult and you're fighting an uphill battle. But I think because of COVID, because what's happened the last couple of years, people are finally seeing just what you said. There's an opportunity to make a decent living, a good living, live in a nice suburban community, have your two car payments, have your big 65 inch, 75 inch color TV, a three bedroom house with two bathrooms, you know, double car garage. Everything in life is possible, but that's up to the individual, not to me to tell them what to do. And that's the hardest thing, you know, I, like I lost a cousin this past week. Mm. He was three months younger than I am. And he never did all the crazy things that I do. And I feel sorry for him. Because, you know, we've taken a lot of chances in our life, my wife and I. She's given me the opportunity to do these crazy things because she believes in me. And that's got to be the only person that believes in me because I know the <laughs> banks don't. <laughs> you, know, you know how the banks are. If you don't make money, they never loan you money. Right. And that's exactly. the unfortunate part with a bank. And like when we, when, we, when we needed their money, they weren't there. And now that we have all this money after 52 years in business, now they oh. want to be your buddy and like, oh, come on, we can help you. We can give you good loans. We don't want loans. We pay right. for <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Well, Roger has been such a pleasure uh, talking to you today. So if people wanted to learn more about, you know, what you've done with AWT and, and doing this, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? 
Oh, that's easy. They can just go to the website. It's thinkmfg.com. That's the website for AWT. And if they put in AWT, it'll come right up, thinkmfg.com. And you're more than happy to contact us. You can, you can ask us whatever you want, and we will be sure to get back to you. We love to have manufacturing companies of members who only charge $250. It's no big deal. We have a lot of associate members. We have regular members. And we have those that pay a whole bunch more to help us. And uh, that's what the good part is and having all these people work together. My, my biggest problem, of course, is getting the Eatons, the Parkers, the Lincolns, the Swedgelocks, and all those people to understand that we're all in this together. We're not trying to steal people. We're trying to build America. We are the greatest place in the world. Let's keep it that way. And we just keep and just keep moving forward. That's all I can say. Well, Roger, again, thank you so much for being on the show. Alisa, uh, this was a privilege to be with such a, <laughs> a nice young lady. I appreciate your time. This is very, very friendly. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. I'm Lisa Ryan, and this is the Manufacturers Network Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Hey, do me a favor. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Also, feel free to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can grow the network and connect more fantastic folks just like you. You can either go to the website at manufacturers-network.com or share the podcast on your LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you and your industry friends hang out. The bigger and faster we grow this network, the stronger and deeper community we will have. I appreciate you. Thank you.